0: Welcome to March, National Kidney Month and Women's History Month. I'm going to fudge a bit on the history part of that as I did last month with Black History Month. I don't often have guest bloggers, but this month will feature two women as guest bloggers in honor of Women's History Month. The first is Jessica Walter, who sent me the following email last month Hi there. I am a freelance health and food writer, I have teamed up with a small senior lifestyle advice site. I worked with them to develop a complete guide on how to eat better and be healthier from a dietary point of view. This includes detailed information on why being hydrated is so important. You can check out the article here. https colon slash slash www.senioradvisor.com slash blog slash 2017 02 7 tips on developing better eating habits in your senior year slash. I liked what Jessica had to say and how easily it could be adapted not only for senior chronic kidney disease patients, but all chronic kidney disease patients. In addition, she sent me this short article about hydration and CKD. It's easy to read and has some information we constantly need to be reminded of. Staying hydrated when you have chronic kidney disease. We all know that drinking water is important for our health, and monitoring fluid intake is critical for those with chronic kidney disease. Too much water can be problematic, but so can too little. Dehydration can be serious for those with chronic kidney disease. If you are suffering from vomiting, diarrhea, fever, or diabetes, or if you urinate frequently, you may become dehydrated because you are losing more fluid than you are taking in. For those without chronic kidney disease, the solution is to increase the intake of water until the body is sufficiently hydrated. Since dehydration can decrease blood flow to the kidneys, and as fluid intake must be controlled in patients with chronic kidney disease, it's important to closely monitor their fluid intake and loss in these circumstances. Recognizing the signs The first step is to recognize the physical signs of dehydration. You may have a dry mouth or dry eyes, heart palpitations, muscle cramps, lightheadedness or fainting, nausea, or vomiting. You may notice a decrease in your urine output. Weight loss of more than a pound or two over a few days can also be an indicator of dehydration. If you are taking ACE inhibitors and ARBs, such as lisinopril, enalapril, valsartan, or losartan, or water pills or diuretics, these medications can harm your kidneys if you become dehydrated. It is doubly important to be aware of signs of dehydration if you are on any of these medications. Steps to take To rehydrate your body, start by increasing your intake of water and ensure that you are eating plenty of fruits and vegetables. Me here, remember to stay within your renal diet guidelines for fruits, Vegetables, and fluids. If you cannot keep water down, or if increased consumption doesn't alleviate the signs of dehydration, contact your health care provider immediately. They may also recommend a different fluid than plain water since electrolytes and minerals can also be reduced if you are dehydrated, but you may still need to watch your intake of potassium, phosphorus, protein, and sodium. Your doctor may recommend an oral rehydration solution that will restore your body to a proper level of hydration. If you have a fluid restriction because you are on dialysis, you should consult your healthcare provider if you have issues with or questions about hydration. Taking in or retaining too much fluid when you have these restrictions can lead to serious complications, including headaches, swelling, high blood pressure and even stroke. Carefully monitoring your fluid intake and watching for signs of dehydration will help you to avoid the consequences of dehydration. I've blogged many times over the last six years about hydration. I'm enjoying reading this important material from another's point of view. I'm sorry Jessica's grandmother had to suffer this, but I'm also glad Jessica chose to share her writing about it with us. This June, 2010, article included in the book of blogs, Moderate Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1 furthers explains. Dr. H. L. Trevetti of the Institute of Kidney Diseases and Research Center, Ektirk, said, Rapid water loss causes the kidneys functioning to slow down, resulting in temporary or permanent kidney failure. Extreme heat causes rapid water loss, resulting in acute electrolyte imbalance. The kidney, unable to cope with the water loss, fails to flush out the requisite amount of creatinine and other toxins from the body. Coupled with a lack of consistent water intake, this brings about permanent or temporary kidney failure, explain experts. The article can be viewed directly at http://www.nandia.com/slash health/slash report underscore heat-induced kidney ailments. See 40% rise underscore 1,390,589 and is from daily news and analysis. The CDC also offers advice to avoid heat illness. People with a chronic medical condition are less likely to sense and respond to changes in temperature. Also, they may be taking medications that can worsen the impact of extreme heat. People in this category need the following information. Drink more water than usual and don't wait until you're thirsty to drink. Check on a friend or neighbor, and have someone do the same for you. Check the local news for health and safety updates regularly. Don't use the stove or oven to cook, it will make you and your house hotter. Wear loose, lightweight, light-colored clothing. Take cool showers or baths to cool down. Seek medical care immediately if you or someone you know experiences symptoms of heat-related illness HTTP colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash extreme heat slash warning. It's clear we need to keep an eye on our hydration. While we're doing that, keep the other eye out for Slow It Down CKD 2016 purposely available on World Kidney Day on Amazon. Until next week. Keep living your life.